Welcome to Red, White, and Confused. I'm your host, Heather Evans. This week on the show kicks off our election interviews with candidates across the southwestern Virginia districts running for various positions in 2023. Red, White, and Confused is part of the weekly lineup at WEHC. In the Emory area, you can find us on 90.7. In Wise, we are 90.5. In Clintwood, 90.3. In Norton, 91.7. And in Pound, 91.3. Our first set of interviews this week come from Wise County with the candidates who are running for the clerk of the circuit court. I have sent an invitation to all of the candidates who are planning to run in this county, and today the show will feature two of those candidates. On the second half of our program today, we are chatting with the second candidate for the circuit court clerk in Wise County, Chad Wilson. So, Chad, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. So I want to start, I'm actually doing this with all candidates. I want to start with some of your background. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to run for office this year in Wise County? Sure. Um, It's kind of a little late bloomer, you might say. Uh, I started off more in a blue collar role. Uh, I uh, started off with Payday Lumber Company right out of high school. And I may be telling you a little more than you want to know. If I am, that's fine. Just let me know. But then I I made mining roof bolts for about a year. And then I went to Norfolk Southern after I got laid off at the bolt factory. And I worked as a mechanic for Norfolk Southern at Andover, Virginia, where I was a certified welder. And I worked on diesel locomotives and freight cars. At that time, my wife got in when I was working for Norfolk Southern. My wife got into pharmacy school. So we moved to Northern Virginia. I really didn't see coal holding out to kind of keep me till I was retirement age. So uh, it was a difficult decision, but we made that move. And she went on to pharmacy school. And while I was up there, I've had several jobs. Uh, one of my favorites, which I was a appliance repairman and delivery uh, and did, serve, uh, did service delivery and sales. So that was uh, one of the, the favorite jobs I've ever, ever had. Um, just uh, it was a mom and pop operation, a small town in Winchester, Virginia, a beautiful area and a great bunch of guys to work with. Um, but I moved from there. I knew I was coming back. So I wanted to find something I could kind of transfer back here with. So I went to work for VDOT in Marshall, Virginia. I already had a CDLs from the railroad. So that was kind of an easy transition. And I've run equipment most of my life um, being grown up on a farm so uh, I ran equipment and I've done flagging drove a truck just whatever you had to do here and I did that and finished up my undergrad while I was working there at um, VDOT and I finished up at actually finished up at UVA Wise and once I finished up I applied to law school and drove from Big Stone to Grundy every day for about three years I had a small son and um didn't want to leave him. That's when my son was only two. So I did that, finished up law school, passed the bar, and hung my own shingle right there in Norton, Virginia. And I stayed in Norton, I think it was about 18 months. And once I left Norton, I moved across from the courthouse in Wise, a little better location, a little more convenient. When I got there several years in, you know, I'd, I'd noticed some things with the clerk's office that I'd like to change to make a change. But from there, I went on to prosecute in uh, Scott County, 
as far as my background in personal practice, I did uh, criminal defense was my primary uh, area of practice when I first started out. I wound up, I did like most local practitioners, I did wills and deeds. Um, but then I got into real estate loan closings. I also have done medical malpractice, personal injury. I've done divorce, both contested, uncontested, a little bit of child custody. I have been uh, appointed special commissioner in some real estate cases. Uh, so I've done about everything you can possibly do with the clerk's office. Uh, even we had we had one case that we actually took Supreme Court on an administrative issue where we had a problem with an administrator trying to get requalified, uh, couldn't get that done through the clerk's office. And we actually took that case to the Supreme Court and got new law made and made a right of survivorship for administrators in Virginia where uh, until that time there was only right of survivorship for executors. So that's some of the stuff I've done. And that was actually in a case dealing directly with the clerk's office. Great. So um, in thinking about the clerk role, I I think that sometimes people perhaps hear about this position, but they're not really sure what it means or what someone in this position would be doing. Um, so what can you tell them? What are the primary responsibilities of the person who would assume this role? Uh, there are over 800 duties of the circuit court clerk. Um and if I sit here and told you I could name half of them off the top of my head, I would be lying. I would not be able to do so. Um, but they range from, it's basically keeping the court records, both civil and criminal, seeing that the records that need to go to the Court of Appeals uh, and the Supreme Court get there. Uh, we keep the land records. We keep the uh, debtor's book of judgments. Um, they deal with marriage license, concealed carry permits. Um, things as small as if you have a decedent in the, in the state here or in the county here um, that nobody claims a John Doe, uh, they do the paperwork to uh, make the final arrangements for the, for the body. So there are many, many duties of the, Supreme, of the clerk's office. Yeah, and I actually did a little Googling uh, before these interviews, kind of looking around the websites at all of the things that the clerk's office really handles. And I noticed there are a lot of things right now that one can do online, like e-filing of criminal and civil litigation, real estate records, applying for the concealed handgun permit that you mentioned and things like that. So if you get the position, do you plan to continue those online services for folks? Absolutely. Uh, the only only change that I would make is uh, I would do more. I would do more when it comes to accepting paper filing. We have a lot of folks in our area who, uh, and I use them for an example all the time. They're going to get mad at me eventually. But my mom and dad are both seventy nine years old. They do not scan their own documents, and when they walk into the clerk's office with a deed, the clerk should scan that for them and file their deed. That. That should sound like a very simple thing, but it does not happen in our county. Um, but yes, the illegal case pro system, I was there when it came out. I was in on the pilot program. I have been dealing with it since its existence. I've also dealt with the MXNet system, which is our system we use for real estate filings. 
Uh, of course, when I did real estate loan closings, um, that just made it more convenient for my clients. Um, also, when it comes to the OCRA system, which is the state Supreme Court system, uh, I've had dealings with that in Scott County, as long as well as the switchover from going to uh, from e-legal case pro to OCRA. We had to do that in Scott County, and I can talk a little bit of, uh, about that later. But uh, yes, I'm very familiar with the filings. I have no no issues with it. I love the convenience. I've used it for many years, but uh, you know. Unfortunately, we live in an economically depressed area, and we still have a lot of folks who don't have access to the internet, and it's it's difficult for them. So I, I'd like to make that as easy on them as possible. So you mentioned um, that you'd run before, and you're running now. Um, so obviously, there are things you would like to change. I was wondering if there are changes you would seek to implement with the annual budget for the clerk of the court. Are there are there things specifically that that you'd like to do? I would look um, specifically. There's a few areas I'd like to look at. I'd like to look at our uh, filing system and see financially is it the best system for the county. Uh, that's what one thing I would like to look at. Another thing I would like to look at right now we're using a I don't really call it a blockchain, but we've looked at a blockchain system. Uh, that I'm not on board with at this time. I just don't feel that right now we have the technology, the technology is there to implement that. I know there's been some other states that have tried it and have gone away from it. And until you can actually do a decentralized blockchain, I think it's going to be difficult. So I'm asking every candidate this. I'm going to ask you as well, because um, we have limited time on the show, unfortunately, this is the elevator speech time. So I was hoping that for about the next couple of minutes, you could tell our listeners why, you know, the primary is coming up um, for you. Why should they consider voting for you? Uh, I think experience is the big thing. Um, I, I do not have a negative thing to say about any candidates running. I'll, I'll start that off uh, by saying that uh, when, when you have to talk negatively about someone else, you probably don't have much to offer. But uh, experience wise, I have four, almost 14 years of legal experience from every end of the spectrum. Um, with that being said, you know, there's a lot to say about just life experience that goes with it. And I've been there. I've run my own business. And I think that's important because I want to make people feel like. I wanted them to feel when they come into my office that they were important to me and that we needed to figure out what their issue was and let's get them resolved so they can get on their way and be about their own business as quickly as possible. I think experience is one. And also I'd like to, to think that for the things that I would look to improve are more geared toward um, ease for the average citizen coming in off the street. I want to make things better for the folks who's coming in. We're the only county around who don't help with uh, passports. Uh, I'd like to see that. I know that you could still get a passport in Wise County and Big Stone, but if you live up near Pound, that's a pretty good hike for you. Um, so I'd like to see that change. I'd like to see us answer the phone. I know that sounds simple, but if you're just needing something quick and you're all the way down in Big Stone and you got you can't get through, you got to get up there uh, just for a quick answer. That's that's unacceptable in my mind. 
So there's a few things I would like to change customer related. There's some things that I would like to look at. And I think my experience dealing with a changeover already from that illegal case pro system um, adds a benefit. One of them is, you know, right now there's been a change in the law to where um, civil or criminal defendants have an automatic right of appeal. And by doing so, we have a lot more appeals. The attorney general hand, handles those for us. And then, of course, they either go to the Court of Appeals or the Supreme Court based on jurisdiction. So right now, they have to come in and deal with two separate systems. Um, if we went just to, and I'm not saying we would, but that's probably where I would look. If we went just to the uh, state Supreme Court system, they would only have to deal with one system and it would make it much easier. Going through that transition in Scott County, I've seen some things that need to be done differently when you go through there. The indexing is horrible if it's not done correctly. It's going to be horrible for everybody who has to do it. So I think my experience dealing with that would make it better for the attorneys uh, as long with, as long as everybody else who, who may want to look something up in a case knows our public records. Everybody's welcome to look at them. Well, thank you again for coming on the show, Chad, and good luck in your election. Now, if there's any listeners out there who would like to volunteer on your campaign, how can they contact you? Uh, personal sale. Uh, I give out literature all the time. It has my personal sale number on it. I feel like our uh, people should be accessible in our offices. So I was going to say my previous um, person that I had on for the position as well mentioned their pre their personal sale. So I'll get that from you after the show is over, and I'll be sure to include that on Facebook. So that well, people can it. all up. Okay, thank you. Well, thank you for being on the show. And thanks to everyone for listening. If you missed any piece of the broadcast today, you can catch up any other time uh, by podcast, or you can listen locally on Thursdays at six and Sundays at one. It's been great hanging out with all y'all this week. Have a wonderful week.